really feel like the Lord wants to encourage us, challenge us tonight, to remind us of some things. It says in verse 11, But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher and seeth two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and she knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be a gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabbani, which is to say, Master. And Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. But go and tell my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that He had spoken these things unto her. Let us pray tonight. God, we come before you. We thank you for your word and its anointing. God, we ask that it would go forth in that anointing and destroy yokes in Jesus' mighty name. And we love you and we praise you. And the church says amen. And you may be seated in the house tonight. I want to say thank you to my, my, my beautiful grandmother for being here, making the trip over tonight. And Terry, thank you for coming with her and putting up with her. I know she's, uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's awesome. And I thank God for a godly heritage um, that I, I have parents and grandparents, both sides of the family, baptized in the Holy Ghost and love the Lord, and I'm thankful for that heritage. So I want to give honor to that, and I honor my grandmother tonight. John chapter 20, we find that this is when Jesus is resurrecting from the grave. And a momentous occasion that we, we, we celebrate on Easter Sunday, or Resurrection Sunday. We celebrated it on the 17th, just a few days ago. We, we see that the Bible tells us in the first two verses of this chapter that Mary Magdalene goes out even before daybreak to visit the tomb where Jesus is laid. And she finds that the stone is rolled away and she runs and she tells Simon Peter and tells the other disciples and tells John and she says, hurry, come to the sepulcher. I'm paraphrasing for the sake of time. For they have taken the Lord. They have taken Him. And I just want to, for a moment, I, I know that many of you, if not all of you, know the backstory of this, this moment that three days previous to this that they saw their teacher, their master, their pastor, if you will, their Savior, their Redeemer. They saw Him publicly executed on Golgotha's hill, hung on a cross to die. The Bible tells us in the chapter previous to this that Mary Magdalene was there with Jesus' mother. 
She saw him on the cross. Imagine the, the anguish and the grief that she's going through at this time. And, and, and she, she gets to the sepulcher and realizes that he's not there. And we come into our main text tonight. Peter and John have come. They've run to the tomb and they have investigated. And they too in, indeed believe that the body of Jesus has been taken. And they leave her at the tomb. And she's stooping down inside, sees two angels, one sitting at the head and one sitting at the foot of where Jesus was laid. And they say, why weepest thou? Why weepest thou? Then she turns and she sees Jesus but knows that it's not him. It does not know that it's him at that time. And he asks her the same thing. Why weepest thou? Thou, or let me put it to you in plain terms, why are you weeping? Understand, she thinks that the Savior is gone. Understand that the disciples and all the followers of Jesus, Mary Magdalene and all those that followed Jesus throughout his ministry, have not only seen him die on the cross, but Wade, I firmly believe that they thought it was over. It was done and it was finished. That, 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 they, that, that the, their expectations felt unmet. He was the one, Brother Matt, He was the Savior. He was the one that's going to restore the kingdom to Israel. He was the one that we prayed for that was prophesied about by our ancestors, by, by prophets far and long ago. He was the one. And not only in the midst of their grief, they, they feel that his body has been taken. And she goes to the grave and finds the stone rolled away and she's beside herself. The disciples are beside themselves. They cannot believe what has happened. Then believing that his body is taken. Let me, let me put it to you. They're, they're freaking out. Don't know what's going on. They, they, they don't understand. But, but what, what I want to ask you tonight is why are they acting this way when the Bible tells us in all four Gospels, uh, in Luke chapter 9, in John chapter 2, in Matthew chapter 12, in Mark chapter 9, Jesus told them in all the Gospels, all the Gospel recordings, uh, say that Jesus told them that he was going to be handed over, that he was going to be put to death, and that he would rise again. He told them these things. He assured them of these things. But yet, Brother Michael, they're, 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 they're so disturbed and they're so disrupted. And, and she's weeping and she's crying and she's wailing in her grief. But I want to ask you why. Because didn't they not hear the words that Jesus told them? The Bible tells us at the beginning, in the middle of this chapter, in verse 9, that after John and Peter investigated, it says, For as they yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. They knew not the scripture. He told them the scripture, but, but for, for some reason, Brother Wade, it just went right over their head. They, they could not comprehend what he was saying. 
The Bible even tells us in some of the recordings of him telling his disciples that he was going to die and resurrect that they really didn't understand what he was talking about when he said that the temple will be destroyed and in three days it will be raised up again. The Pharisees looked at him and mocked and said there's no way. It took 46 years to build this temple. There's no way. And the Bible says that they did not understand that he was talking about his body. But they're beside themselves. They're distraught. They feel that it is over. They're worried. They're afraid. I wonder, Pastor, if they were saying, where is he? Where is he? What has happened? What? What? We don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. But I want you to know that the, na- the church in this nation has been in this same spot, I believe, for the last few years. And I want to preach to you on this tonight. Why are you weeping? Why are you weeping? Because I feel that the the church in this nation has been in this same spot because there there have been many, I'm not saying everybody, but as a whole, the body of Christ uh, in this nation, I believe that there has been uh, this sorrow, this, 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 uh, this depression, if you will, oppression, if you will, that has come upon the saints of God. Uh, There's an absence of joy. There's an absence of peace. Uh, There's an absence of hope. Uh, You you talk to the local waiters and waitresses. uh, They'll say that you, that the church people uh, are the worst ones to wait on. Uh, You deal with them in the business place. They're the first ones not to keep their word. They're, 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 they're just distraught. They're beside them. They're, there's Christians throughout this pandemic and it, it, was, it, was, it was real. It was, it was terrible what happened. But there was Christians that literally have still not come out of a spirit of fear which is a spirit of bondage. There are people that are afraid. They're confused. Just like Mary and the other disciples were. And I believe that the church has literally literally been in a state of weeping and mourning in the spirit because we've been grieving the spirit because he's saying have not I told you what was going to happen that these things were going to take place have I not told you have I not given you my word they Jesus gave them his word he said listen I will rise again I will rise again I will rise again he was saying there's a resurrection coming there's a power coming there's an authority coming up. There's a redemption coming up. Oh, I want you to hear me. There's something coming up. And it just they, they just didn't register with them. They, they just could not comprehend what he was saying. And here's what I want you to know tonight. What the Lord began to reveal to me is he said, church, you may look at yourself and say, oh, I know the word. I know what the Bible says. But I still feel weak. I still feel, I still feel that there's no joy in my life. That there's no hope. I feel oppression coming on my life I'm I'm grieved for my children I don't think they'll ever get saved I don't don't think this but I know what the word of God says but I just don't see it happening here's what God spoke to me he said knowing my word is not enough but you must be convinced that my word is true church it's not enough just to quote a scripture and say oh yeah, yeah God is good God is You have to be convinced that that scripture aligns with the very throne room of God. And when he says that he is good, that he is good and his mercy really endureth forever. We must be convinced of his word. 
I'll tell you what I've seen in the American church uh, over the last few years in the absence of joy. The, 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 the joy is so important because the Bible tells us uh, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I'll tell you, I've loved the revival this weekend. Here's what I've loved so much about it, Pastor, is I've seen joy. I've seen freedom. There's been freedom in worship. There's been freedom in the altars. There's been freedom on this platform. I want you to know that what that is symbolic, what that's telling you is there are people in this nation that still are convinced about what the Word of God says. So she's weeping, she's crying, she's confused, she she knows what the plan is, but for some reason in this story she doesn't know what the plan is. She said, I told you, I told you. But they could not comprehend. Listen church, Jesus comes to her. And I believe he's coming to some of you tonight and he's saying, why are you weeping? Why is your head down? Why are you discouraged? Why? Why are you letting the enemy have his way in your life? Why are you letting the enemy have his way in your schools, young people? Uh, Here's where the challenging part is. We we preached this a a, a few months ago uh, that the Bible tells us that it is Christ in you, uh, the hope of glory. What is glory? The manifestation uh, of God's power. The manifestation of God's presence. Uh, So if it's Christ in you uh, is the hope uh, of a manifestation uh, of the glory of God. Uh, It doesn't matter where you go. You are the weapon that God has chosen uh, to minister to your school, to your family, to your co-worker. So here's what I want you to understand is we have to get to the place church where we are convinced that God is still doing wonders that he can still heal that he can still break the bonds off a city we have to be convinced that addiction can still be broken off of lives we have to be convinced of his word she's weeping She's downtrodden. She thought everything had been lost. But she did not realize in that very moment everything had been won. She thought his death was defeat. But his death was her victory. We, we, we get in these situations. And listen, I know life has its ups and downs. We have good times. We have bad times. But I want you to know this. It doesn't matter where you're walking through because the psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with... It doesn't matter where you're going through or what situation you're in tonight. You may be weeping, but I want you to understand that victory is still yours. And it has been obtained through Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to preach much longer. But we have to be confident in what the Bible says. We have to be convinced of it. Church. I just feel this in my spirit. 
We've, we've heard pastors say, we've heard men, of, men and women of God stand on this platform and say that we can't do church as usual. We can't keep doing what we're doing. Three songs, two songs, four songs. Pastor preaches a good message and we walk out these doors and say, oh, that was a good message. Church, this world needs what happens in this place. This is not the church you are. And I will tell you, Brother Wade, I feel expectancy in my heart. I, I'm sorry, I'm excited because I feel that there's something coming. I believe uh, that there's dead things coming back to life. Uh, I believe that there's promises uh, that you've been waiting on for years and years. Uh, promises of your children uh, being saved and set free. Promises uh, of you being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I believe uh, that these things are coming. Uh, and church, I don't want this to be the end uh, of camp meeting. What I want it to be is the beginning uh, of change in the body of Christ uh, where we say, God, we know what your word says, uh, that we can lay hands on the sick and see them recover so God that's what we want to see and that's what we want to obtain I'm sorry we've got to get back to the place where these signs shall follow them that believe we've got to get back to a place where the church is not afraid to be who they God has called them to be I want you to know this tonight I was thinking and I was praying today I was praying at work and the Lord spoke to me and he, he was, he was he's really dealing with me on the last few nights in the freedom of worship oftentimes I hear people say they'll bring someone to an Easter service they'll bring someone to a regular service and they'll say I hope it don't get rowdy because they might get afraid they might get scared listen I've done that I remember in high school our quarterback he was a good friend of mine he came over he spent the night he wanted to stay all night because he knew my mom was a good cook he was going to get biscuits and gravy in the morning he was going to get steak in the afternoon he knew, he knew where it was he knew where the good stuff was and I remember he stayed with me over a weekend and we was at church at Cornerstone Church of God in Lebanon, Ohio and, and God began to move in the worship the young people began to migrate to the front he's looking at me like what is going on I ain't been raised around this and Sarah I'll never forget it they pushed a, a little lady up to the front in a wheelchair and, and she had something all over her feet I really couldn't see what was all over her feet feet and legs and Sister Kelly they began to pray for her and all of a sudden she got to shaking and she stood up and her whole family just lost it they went nuts and I'm sitting there oh my gosh what is Luke going to think about this What? and I turn around his eyes were as big as baseballs he could not believe what he was seeing but I'll tell you this when he left that place he said I don't know what that was but there was something real and authentic about what I saw church I'm not afraid to be a little excited and exuberant in my worship I'm not afraid of Pentecost I'm not afraid of what the Holy Ghost has done in my life and I pray what has started in this house this week will continue the weekend and week out I'm not afraid the Bible says that tongues will be assigned to the unbeliever on the day of Pentecost they weren't worried about what people thought but they got outside that upper room and it was noised abroad what was going on Peter began to preach under the unction under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and souls 3,000 got saved 
We can no longer be ashamed of who we are. But for us to know who we are, we have to know what the Word says about us. They heard the words of Jesus. They knew what He said. But were not convinced of what He said. So let me, let, let, let me, let me share this with you. Mary Magdalene, pastor, she, I'm going to come down here. I like to preach down here better anyway. She said, she, I believe she was crying because she felt like she didn't know the plan. How many has ever been in a situation and you felt like, God, I don't know what you're doing. Listen, I, I hate. Me and Sarah can testify. The last four years, we felt like we've been in an entire season. We didn't know what the plan was. Being honest with you, we didn't know what the plan was. Some days I still don't know what the plan was. Didn't, 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 didn't know. And there's days I get discouraged. There's days we get discouraged. But listen, what, what I'm trying to do is, is, is break, 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 break that off of you because what this world has seen is Christians that are like the sea, up and down. Up and down. Oh, we're good one week. We're on fire. Two weeks after camp meeting, you you have to drag us to a Wednesday night service. Listen, I've been there. I've I've done the ups and downs. But I want you to know I'm sick of the ups and downs. Because this world does not need to see a Christian that is tossed to and fro the way they are tossed to and fro. They need to see someone that is standing on the rock, which is Christ Jesus, which is the Word made flesh, standing on Him, which the Bible tells us there's no foundation that can be laid than that which was laid, which is Christ Jesus, standing on that rock saying, listen, life throws curveballs balls at us. I don't know why it's storming and why it's thundering outside but I know that I'm established in the things and in the word and in the man of God so I cannot be moved. So that, that was for free. Uh, but she's weeping. She's weeping. She, she feels like she don't know the plan. And, and I really feel that there's people in this house that you're going through situations and you don't know the plan. You're like, God, what is up with all this? They had expectations. We referenced it earlier. They thought, wait, they thought this was it. It's it's over. Rome's going to be expelled from Israel. He's going to set up the kingdom. He's going to be this awesome king. And we're just going to rule and reign. And Israel's going to be back. They had these expectations. But he gave them the word. He said, these things are all going to happen. And it's for a reason. Because I'm going to rise. Because I want you to understand, we talk about the cross. We sang about the cross tonight. The cross is beautiful. But you want to know why it's beautiful? Because of the resurrection. The resurrection was like the, the final stamp. She feels like she don't know the plan. But if she would have remembered the word and been convinced of the word, Sarah, she would have knew the plan. If she would have been convinced of the word, she would have knew the plan. You're saying, well, I'm lonely. 
I don't know why I'm so lonely. I don't know why I'm dealing with this loneliness. Maybe it's time you, you read the plan. Because his word is still the plan. We 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 in Pentecost we go, oh God, I need a word. Oh God, I need a word. Oh God, I need a word. He's given you a word. He's given you a holy book. And we say, oh God, I need someone to prophesy over me. Do you know that his word has already prophesied over you? We say, oh God, I, I need someone to just come up and give me strength. I'm not saying that anything's wrong with that. Uh, I think it's great that we can lift each other up in prayer. But so often, uh, there, there are times in my life when nobody's around. And I, I don't need someone else to give me a word. Uh, because I have God's word right in front of me. You say, oh, I'm lonely. Maybe it's time to be still and know that he is God. That's in his word. I'm convinced of that. You say, well, I'm stressed. I have so much going on in my life. Well, his word says to be anxious for nothing. Oh, but, but pastor, I need healing in my body. The Bible says that by his stripes we are healed. Peter said by his stripes we were healed. And we, 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 we go from church service to church service. Oh, give me a word, give me a word, give me a word. God has given you his word. And he has given you his promises. And the Bible tells us that he's even given you the keys. And the church walks around weeping. Oh God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. Where's the people of faith that say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to acknowledge you in all ways, in all my ways, and you're going to direct my path. Where's the saints of God that are convinced that God is still who he says he is? Where are the saints of God that still believe that he's alive, that he is well, that he's not caught by surprise by your situation? Where's the people of God that I will walk in the confidence that God's word gives you. They'll come to the music tonight. Ashley, you want to play? God sent me here. I know, listen, I, I'm not Pastor Ron Russell. I'm not Todd Hoskins, I'm not Tommy Bates, but God didn't call me to be them. And I'm okay with that. I'm alright with that. God don't need a copycat. I thank God for those men. I thank God for our pastor. I thank God for the anointing on their life. But I'll tell you this, David, I always found it fascinating that David was an armor bearer for Saul. And then when Saul gave him the armor... He said, I'm not familiar with these. But he knew the armor better than anybody else. I firmly believe what he was saying is, I don't know about his anointing. But I know about my anointing. I know what God's called me to be. But church, what... I, I, what I want you to relate to you tonight is why do we act so defeated? Mary Magdalene was crying because she thought it was over, Terry. She thought it was done. There's no coming back from this. 
He's gone, he's gone, he's gone. But Revelation says that he rose with the keys to death hell in the grave. But yet we walk around like we have no victory. Oh God, I don't know the plan. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to do. I want you to trust me. Oh, hear me tonight. Oh God, I don't know what you want. I don't know why you're doing this. I don't know. Job said, though you slay me, yet I will serve you. Listen. I didn't plan to say this tonight. But many in this house know this story. Sarah just got married. Went long. She's expecting it was a surprise. We're like, already? Oh gosh. She started having problems. February the 10th, my son was born. He lived an hour and 15 minutes. I didn't know the plan. I didn't understand. My heart was breaking. Mary's heart was breaking. She had followed this man. This man had delivered her. Brought her out of a life of prostitution and possession. He was everything to her. I'll tell you, losing my mother was hard as a teenager. But it was nothing compared to losing my my son. People tried to understand. This church just loved on us. People come up to me, oh, it was just a miscarriage. No, we held him. We kissed him. There, when he breathed his last breath, we were there for all of it. Brother Matt, I came in this church. It was dark. And I began to cry out to God because I felt like I didn't know the plan. God, I, I thought it would go this way. I thought, I, I thought it would go this way. I thought you would do this. I thought, I threw up my hands. I said, where are you in all of this? I 
never forget what he spoke to me. Many people don't know this. He said, will you love me more? I said, what? Plain as day. He said, will you love me more? But God, I feel like you failed me. I feel like you let me down. I feel like, he said, will you still love me more? And he began to walk me down my life. How I was lukewarm. I was in and out of church. My mother died and I saw so many people come and pay their respects and honor her. He took me to a bedroom in my grandmother's house in Lebanon, Ohio, where I threw up my hands and said, God, what my mother had, that's what I want. And he met me there. I'm saying, God, what's the plan? And And he begins to take me down. Remember what I told you. Remember what I said. I know you don't understand everything, Jade. I I know that I haven't revealed everything to you. I I know that there's things that you may have questions about. But Jade, will you love me more? Will you love me more today than you loved me yesterday? And I begin to cry and I begin to weep. And I said, yes, God, I will love you more. I will love you more. I'll love you more than anything in this world. Because God, what you've given to me is not a temporary thing. But it's something that will last forever what was it that he had given to me it was his word and I'll tell you this the grass may wither the flowers may fade but his word will last forever what he gave me was eternal what he gave me would not allow me to be moved what he gave me and what God was telling me in that moment is son why are you weeping it wasn't that he was criticizing me it was not that he was belittling me for mourning my son that was not it but he said you can walk through this trial you can still have victory you can still be a testimony you can still show this world that you can go through the same things that they go through but with your head held high with victory and joy in your heart with love and mercy and grace and I want you to know this tonight there is no reason for us to be weeping Because we have victory. I can worship. I can jump up and down. I can sing. I can shout. I can love on the Lord. Why? Because He's still been good to me. I have two little girls. They're beautiful. When we make an altar call in a few moments, Ava will come grab my hand. She's awake and she'll want me to to take her to everybody and she wants to pray for everybody. Don't tell me God ain't been good to me. Church, Jesus had to remind her, why are you weeping? This was... This was part of the plan. You, you, you didn't understand everything, but, but I told you I would be back. 
I would be back. I told you, Peter, when you, you confessed that I was the Son of God, that I was giving you the keys, that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Listen, this is what I want you to understand tonight. We, we act like we don't know what God is doing all the time. I understand there's things that He can keep hidden. There's times we have to, we have to walk by that faith. We have to walk by that faith. But here's what I want to convince you of tonight is that He has still given us His Word. His Word will not fail you. His Word will not leave you lacking. But His Word will build you up so that you will not fall down, that you will not be weak, that you will not be like everybody else, but you will have victory. Church, I know this is probably the longest closing ever. I know it's Wednesday night and you're all familiar with me. I ain't nothing but a plus size preacher. God's expanded my ministry. But working with these young people the last five years what I see more than anything is an absence of joy. They want to know what God wants them to do with their life. I'll tell you, there's something that God wants us all to do with our life. That's to serve Him with joy and gladness. That is to be witnesses. You see, Mary was weeping and He said, why are you That's just like God. The Bible says that she did not recognize him at first. I want you to know you may be in the worst turmoil that your spirit's ever been. And you're saying, God, where are you? I want you to know he's right there. You may not recognize him. But he's right there. When the Pharisees asked him for a sign, he said, I'm not going to give you a sign, you perverse generation. He said, the only sign you're going to get is I'm going to resurrect. That's all I need. He's alive. But Mary's weeping because she thinks it's over and she don't realize that it's just begun. He said, you, you go tell the disciples. Other gospels said, you tell them to meet me in Galilee. And in Galilee, he tells them, you go to Jerusalem. You wait until you be endued from power, with power from on high. And he tells him in Acts chapter 1, he says, listen. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. What he said is, you were weeping a few days ago. But what's about to break out in your life is about to testify to an entire city. What's coming to your house is about to break out in an entire family. What's coming to you? You say, God, I, I've been in this season so long, I don't, I don't understand. He's saying, get ready for what's coming. What's coming to your house is greater than anything you've ever seen before. What I'm wanting to do in this hour, what I'm wanting to do in this year, you're not feeling this excitement just to get goosebumps. He said, but I'm equipping. I'm preparing. There's an anointing coming back to the people of God. There's a power coming back to the saints of God. Oh, I wish you'd stand with me. I wish you'd give the Lord a shout and a 
hand clap of praise because what he's bringing is not just the former rain, it's not just the latter rain, but it's the former and the latter together. I will not be defeated because he was not defeated. I will not be overcome because his word says I'm an overcomer. Well, the enemy's bombarding me. The Bible says that he'll lift up a standard. That's his word. That's the plan. No weapon for me against you shall prosper. Greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. Let, let me tell you, church, there's no reason for us to be weeping. You say, oh, our nation. No, 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 I understand there's crazy things going on in our nation. I get that. It's been going on for a long time. I'll tell you, regardless of who's in the White House, there's always bad things. Always bad things happening. And it's getting darker and it's getting darker. What better time to be the light than right now? Here's what I want to say in closing. Like really closing. Like seriously, we're done. Do you realize... One day you're going to be in heaven. I wonder if the prophet Joel will come up to you. Say, were you there? Did you experience it? You say, what, what are you talking about? Did you experience what the Lord told me to write about? Did you see God's Spirit poured out? Did your sons and daughters, did they prophesy? Oh, I, I don't know why I was brought into this time. I don't know why I'm going through this. You were brought into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. It is not by mistake. It is not by error. And it is no time for the church. We've been weeping for the last three years. Defeated. They tried to kick us out of our churches. They broke up unity. Unity's been lost in the church for a long time. And the reason is, is because the Word says that it's good and pleasant to dwell together in unity and it is like the anointing. The enemy don't want the anointing to flow because then his yokes are broken. You are living in the greatest time to be a believer than ever before. It is no time for us to be hurt. You say, what do you mean? Well, you don't know what they did to me, Pastor Jade. Forgive them. Move on. You don't know my story. Yeah, but I know who's writing it. And he's the author and the finisher. But you don't know what I've been through. Oh, but God does. And he's brought you through. Jade, you don't understand what I've been dealing with in my body. But my, my Bible tells me he's a healer. But Jade, I don't know what to do next in my life. I know what you can do next. Surrender. It's in his word. It's in his word. Here's what I believe is going to happen.
what Psalms 30 tells us is that your weeping may endure for night. But it's about time joy comes back. It's morning. We ain't operating in that darkness anymore. We're shining a light on that. You term, my weeping may endure for a night, but my joy comes in, to, it comes in the morning. It goes on in verse 11 of chapter 30 there in Psalms. He says, you've turned my morning into dancing. It's about time the people of God get their shout back. All you hear me tonight. It's about time we get our shout and our praise and our worship back. Uh, and we're not, no, we're not afraid. Well, what will they think? What will they think? Listen, David didn't care. He looked at his wife. He said, I did it unto the Lord. Morning into dancing. And he said, I've put off my sackcloth. You've girded me with gladness. Why are you weeping? Why, are you, Young person, why... why why are you declaring over your life that you're depressed? God never declared that. Who lied to you? Young lady, oh, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not talented enough. Who lied to you? So if you're here tonight, I've went way too long. Way too long. Pastor, don't fire me. If you're here tonight and you say, I've been weeping. And I need to come up out of that thing. I said, Mary, why are you weeping? I've got victory. Mary, today you, you think it's over. You think that I'm gone. He said, no, I'm here. I'm back and I'm better than I ever was. I'm just as good as I've ever been. I'm just as merciful as I've ever been. So if you're here today, you say, I've just been in a season of mourning. I want you to come to these altars. I've been fighting, Pastor. I've been fighting. Oh, I know. I know there's some. I've been fighting for my life. No one has any idea, Pastor, what I've been going through. Oh, God does. He says, why are you weeping? There's hope for your marriage. There's hope for your children. Oh, there's hope. There's hope. You say, what happens when God attacks the call of my life? Do what Paul told the Corinthian church to do. Stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So who is it tonight? I got one. I know there's more. You've been fighting. You feel like all hell's broken loose in your house, in your home, in your family. There's no reason to weep any longer. What's coming? It's going to give you peace. It's going to show you the truth. It's going to show you what to do. Who is it? You're battling. You say, preacher, just, just be quiet. No, 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 no. God's not giving up on you. I'm not giving up on you. Weeping may endure for a night. But I let me tell you, it's morning. Joy has come. Joy has come. Joy has come. He wants to make all things new. Not some things. All things new. So I bid you to come. If you're in this house, you say, I just need encouragement. Period. I just need someone to pray with me. We're going to declare the Word of God over your life. We'll do that. You can come.
You got a situation, you got a need. We're here to pray for you. There's men of God, women of God throughout this house. We'll pray for you. We'll pray with you. But church, it's time to live victorious. It's time to live victorious. I'm sick and tired of the church being sick and tired. I want to see signs and wonders. I want to see salvation come to you in your house. So come if you would. Hey everyone, uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms and don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, and thank you for joining us.